Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, Dr. Gupta. Hi, Sanjay. Hello, Dr. Gupta. I have a question for Dr. Gupta. I got to tell you, I'm getting more questions than ever about the process of getting vaccinated. I think now that COVID-19 vaccines are becoming more widely available around the country, people are asking the obvious questions. When will their turn come? Will you experience any side effects? And I think one of the biggest questions is, what will you be able to safely do once you've been fully vaccinated? I'm gonna try and explain this, give you my thoughts. I went through the process And there's a nuance to this that I think is worth exploring. We're going to dive into all those topics today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. The CDC says more than 38 million people have now received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, with almost 14 million receiving both shots. And the latest data shows that cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are all going down. So let's bring you up to speed, first of all. Uh, There's been this effort to get more shots into arms, and that picked up with last week's launch of the Federal Retail Pharmacy Program. Now, what that means as part of phase one is that a million doses are now being sent directly to around 6,500 stores, including stores like Walgreens and CVS and Walmart and Rite Aid pharmacies. Also starting this week, another million doses are going to be sent directly to community health centers around the country, especially places that may not have access to some of those same pharmacies I just listed. So all of that is good news because fundamentally we need to make sure the vaccine gets to the people who need it the most and who benefit from it the most. So now on to your questions. Hi, Dr. Gupta. This is Crystal from El Paso, Texas. What people are saying is that after the second dose of the vaccine, lots of people are getting really sick. I'm just wondering why this even happens. If we're not getting injected with pieces of the actual virus, why do people get sick? So first of all, Crystal, uh, it's important to point out that uh, doctors have been saying that the first dose of the vaccine could have a kick to it as well. But you're right. People are reporting that the second dose often causes more side effects than the first dose. And some of those side effects can be swelling, pain, body aches, headache and fever. I got to tell you my own story. I was vaccinated with the second dose at around 730 in the morning on a Friday several weeks ago. I felt fine all day. My arm was a little sore. By around 7.30 that evening, 12 hours later, I felt tired and I was having a little bit of shivers and my muscles started to ache a bit and I wanted to go to bed. And I did. And I had a low-grade fever, about 99.3, and I slept like a good seven, eight hours, which is a lot for me. By noon the next day, the Saturday after, I was 
pretty much back to normal. Truth is, I mean, nobody wants to experience any side effects, but I can safely say they shouldn't cause you alarm or be a reason by any means to avoid the vaccine. What I think is important to know is that these side effects can be a sign that your body is actually taking to the vaccine, that the vaccine is working. You may see the same kind of thing every year, for example, with your flu shot. Here's Dr. Anthony Fauci last month on MSNBC. The vaccine, because you're giving it in the arm, it gives a systemic reaction. You know that because sometimes after the second dose, you feel a little achy, a little chilly, which means the immune system is really getting revved up. Now, as for why the second dose can cause more of these side effects than the first dose, well, this likely has to do, again, with the body's overall response. Crystal, you're absolutely right. The mRNA vaccines do not put the actual virus in our body. In fact, what the vaccine is, is the genetic code for a portion of the virus. So there's no way that you could get infected with this vaccine because you're never getting the virus. Instead, the vaccine is sort of teaching our cells how to make a portion of the virus known as the spike protein, which then triggers our immune system to produce antibodies. And those antibodies are proteins that can then later protect us if we ever encounter the real virus in the future. After the first dose, our bodies start to generate this response from the ground up. But by the second dose, our cells are now primed to respond to the vaccine in a big way. So very quickly, this response is likely what causes the additional side effects after the second dose. And again, I think, as I told you my experience, most of that typically subsides within a day or two. Next question. Hi, Sanjay. Vicky from Colorado. I wonder what the guidance is in regards to people who have had both vaccines and find themselves closely exposed to people who are COVID positive. Is it possible for them to still transmit the virus or be a carrier to others? Now, Vicky, this is such an important question, and I want to explain this and answer this as best I can. We are still studying whether or not people who are vaccinated are protected from getting infected or simply from getting sick if they're infected. Now, if vaccinated people are protected from getting infected, that would mean they can't transmit the virus to others. But if they're protected only from getting sick, that means it is possible they could have the virus, have no symptoms, and still potentially infect others. I think if you look at the emerging evidence, it is pretty clear that once you've received the vaccine, you are probably less likely to get infected. You are probably less likely to be able to transmit the virus, but we can't say that for sure. That's why you still need to wear a mask, even after you've been vaccinated. Now, just last week, the CDC changed its guidance on what a vaccinated person should do if exposed to someone who is or is suspected of being infected with the coronavirus. The CDC now says that fully vaccinated people can skip quarantining, but there are some important criteria. Fully vaccinated is the operative word. That's Dr. Richina Bissett from Baylor College of Medicine. That means that not only have you had both doses of your vaccine, but it's been at least two weeks since your last dose of the vaccine. Then the CDC says if it's been more than three months since you've been vaccinated, you may still have to quarantine because they're not sure how long immunity will last. And of course, if you have any symptoms of COVID-19, you don't fit the criteria and you should still quarantine. Now, that may sound like a contradiction. And again, 
honestly speaking, we are still figuring a lot of this out. But according to the CDC, I think that they are really thinking about this in terms of a risk calculus. If you're fully vaccinated, the benefits of avoiding a quarantine likely outweigh the unknown risks of transmission. That brings us to our last question for today's episode. Hi, this is Daniel in Oakland, California. Recently, my grandmother and both of my parents were vaccinated and were confused about what we can do as a family. Now that that's the case, my grandmother is in her early 80s. She has not seen any family and barely any friends for the past year. So we want to visit her, but there's a lot of confusion about that. Daniel, first of all, I totally get that your family wants to visit. I mean, it's been one of the biggest topics of conversation in our own family as well. A year of being apart is a very long time. And look, we're all tired of it, myself included. But the CDC is asking that Americans wait a little bit longer until more people get their shots. And this sort of dovetails off of what we were just talking about. If you have been vaccinated and you are out and about and you could potentially still be carrying the virus, you see the concern. And what the CDC will say is that you should still wear face coverings, still stay six feet apart from those that are not in your bubble, choosing settings with good air circulation, and of course, practicing good hand hygiene. The vaccine will likely protect you from getting sick and does a really good job. It's not 100% effective, but it's really high, 95% effective. Dr. Ashish Jha from the Brown University School of Public Health is concerned, though, about these new variants and the possibility that they could lead to a rise in infections. We're not doing enough surveillance, so we don't know how widespread they are. Um, We don't really have any information right now, but are they more contagious? Are they more deadly? And we also don't know if they're going to work against our vaccines. But let me be clear about one thing. I have full expectations that our vaccines are going to work against these seven new variants, but, you know, we should test those things out. So a lot more to find out in the days and weeks ahead. Hopefully, we're going to know more soon so we can get closer to life as it once was and closer, frankly, to our family and friends. Pull them in close. Give them a hug. All the things that we've missed so much. I appreciate the questions. And look, I'll always be honest. I may not have the answers. And I'll tell you if I don't. It can feel like the science is changing day by day. And sometimes it'll feel like the guidance is even conflicting. But I will do my best to try and give you a straight answer on this. So keep the questions coming. Tomorrow, we're going to be looking at a very important topic, the new guidance for reopening schools. If you have any questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.